0: Are we starting?
1: Hello and welcome to Planet Money.
0: <laughs> With Jason Kestenbaum. Um,
1: I don't, I don't
0: know who I am. Oh, you can be uh, Dana Chivitz.
1: Okay. And Dana Chivitz.
0: <laughs>
1: Just kidding. It's not Planet Money.
0: Oh no! I love Planet Money.
1: We're not economists.
0: Oh. What are we?
1: Just two beans.
0: Oh, two beans. Fava beans.
1: And lima beans. Oh, actually.
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> <The end>. What, <laughs> Joyce? <laughs> What do you want to talk about today?
1: Um, I thought it'd be nice for us to talk about our three counseling sessions with Lewis.
0: Lewis. Okay, cool.
1: How did it start, Jason?
0: Um, it started with good intentions. And you know what that gets you?
1: An appointment with Louis. <laughs> <Lewis. laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it started... Uh, Because Jason has free counseling and offered it to Joyce.
1: And yeah, because I don't have money for counseling. Mm. So Jason was like, what if we do couples counseling?
0: That's fun.
1: Yeah, so yep, that's how it started.
0: Okay, cool. How was your couples counseling experience, Joyce? Pretty
1: good. It started... Well, the appointment that Jason got, and I don't think you even consulted me on this, Jason. What? You were just like, so our first appointment is next Tuesday at 7 a.m.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and I was just
1: like, okay.
0: <laughs> but if we didn't do that, it would have been like a month away. Yeah,
1: that's fair. It was fine.
0: That's very early to talk about your feelings, Joyce.
1: Yeah, it's quite early, but we managed okay. Okay. Let's recap for the listeners the first session. What did we learn?
0: Um, we learned a technique. Honestly, Louis did most of the talking in yeah, the first session. Yeah, that's why
1: Louis was great. Yeah, we didn't we... really talk about our feelings at 7 a.m. We did a bit.
0: <laughs> I, I think he did a good job outlining the scope or, or, or having a conversation about scope before we started.
1: Yeah, he was like, what are you hoping to get out of these three sessions? He was like, it's short-term counseling, so he was like, I want to provide you guys with tools and strategies for your relationship. Mm -hmm. And we were like, yeah, great. Give it to us, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Louis. Yeah, and I thought it was just useful that he, like... I, I think even through session two and three, he just kept on bringing it back to be like, oh... We only have three sessions, Um, not with, like, any urgency, but just, like, you knew how to, like, do a broad sweep of everything and not necessarily do a deep dive of things.
1: Yeah, which I think is helpful, like, Mm -hmm. not dissecting our problems Yeah. in any way. So, the first session, we learned a communication technique. What's the communication technique? ABC! That's right, ABC.
0: Um, A is... Describe an event, or as recent as you can. Um,
1: that it happens. This is like when do you use an A B C, Jason?
0: It's when y- y- uh, you have you feel an emotion.
1: You feel an emotion and you want to share it with you your partner. You want to share.
0: Yes. So you you talk about the event that triggered the emotion. You say A, yesterday, you didn't do the dishes, and then B.
1: You talk about your feeling that you felt associated with that event.
0: Yes, correct. Um, but be careful because... The in English, English
1: language.
0: <laughs> yes. In you...
1: English language, you can say that you feel things that aren't feelings. Right. <laughs> you can say things like, I feel like you didn't care about me. Or, right. I feel like you weren't listening to me. But the point of be is to say an emotion you felt. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, the A is the incident of not washing dishes. Mm-hmm. And then B, you can say, I felt...
0: Underappreciated.
1: Underappreciate. That's a great
0: word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what's C?
0: C is you make a specific request. Um, maybe for next time, or just, can you consider this? next time you do your actions or something like that. I think me and you both agreed that this was the hardest part.
1: Yeah, he was definitely the hardest part. But then Lewis asked, um, told us, one of the really important things after you, you do the ABCs mm. is the other person has to mirror what you just said.
0: Yes, correct.
1: So you have to say something along the, along the lines of, this is what I heard um, yesterday night, I didn't do the dishes, and this made you feel underappreciated. In the future, you would like me to be more considerate about dishwashing and who has been doing it.
0: Yes, Um, and I think that's useful before just uh, jumping to solutioning or like, oh, I have to come up with a way to address this emotion. You, before you get to that, it's like, just focus on the listening. And just listening what the other person said. I think that was helpful.
1: Yeah, and to not be reactive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just, yeah.
0: Yeah, jump to conclusions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, there's
1: another thing that Louis talked about as being important.
0: Availability. Yeah,
1: asking if the person's available and willing to talk mm-hmm. in the moment, so... If it's really late at night, maybe it's not the best at time and you're already in bed.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, like.
1: You can ask when the the other person would be at bed. Yeah, exactly. And then they can probably clear some space for having a conversation yes. if you imagine that it'll be a large conversation
0: yes <laughs>
1: but i'm not very good at that i think i'm no. things up right before we go to bed <laughs> what do you think jason
0: um i don't think it's that much of an issue okay mm. good to know yeah i think sometimes i'm afraid that you're not available so I delay and delay I use the availability as an excuse mm. you know what I mean yeah like I think there was a a time when Gigi had just found out about her house yeah and then I'm like oh I'm not gonna talk about how like availability about or Joyce is really happy right now I don't want to bring up this hectic. and then I think we went to Bowen Island and it's like oh this is a happy time I don't want to bring up this heavy topic and then I just kept on. I made the decision of when you were available.
1: Instead of asking me.
0: Yeah, when you're available. When
1: Joyce would have been totally happy to talk about it. Whenever. Yeah.
0: So I think that was useful for me. Um, is that all we remember from session one?
1: Yeah. And what, how have we found using the ABC technique?
0: Mm, I think A and B are good, but C is definitely something, or as I mentioned, we always struggle with. But I think that's okay because I think what we found together is we can like string each other, not string each other along, but like build up the A, B, C together. Like I can share A, B, but I don't have a C right now. Can you help me brainstorm a C? Um, or like what do you think a C would be for you? Um, I think that that's been effective.
1: Yeah, I think that's what something that we've landed on together it's really hard to ask the other person
0: mm-hmm. um
1: for something when you yourself don't know what you want mm-hmm. and another thing that lewis brought up that i think is really good is that the sea can be a really simple thing mm. like the sea can just be i want you to understand um, what, what I'm, I'm going through right now or right. i want you to listen to me right um right now or i want you to give me a hug Oh, I think, yeah. I think C's don't necessarily have to be big, complex things, mm. but um, I mean, they do end up being more complex <laughs> than it, just because we're complex people.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. It's good that she brought that up again. I forgot how C's can be simple.
1: Yeah, we walked away from session one pretty happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Session two?
1: Yeah, session two. I'm having. Oh, session two. That's when Lewis told us we were bad with boundaries. Yes. Did you remember that? Yes. Louis just, like, flat out said, but he said it in a very casual way. He kind of just slipped it in. He was like, Whoa, blah, 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 blah. for you two who have trouble with boundaries, Whoa, blah, 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 blah,
0: <laughs> Do you remember
1: that? That's kind of how I felt he said it.
0: Oh. Um, I didn't really have that impression, but, uh, I mean, maybe I already, like, knew uh, that w- I was I struggled with boundaries, so it was like, yep, not 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 not. You're right on, Lewis. Yeah. Was it a bit of a revelation for you?
1: I guess maybe in my mind the word boundaries wasn't the one I was thinking of, mm. but it made sense after he explained it. Yeah. So how did Lewis explain the concept of boundaries?
0: Well, I like how so at the start of session two, what I remember is. He, he was like, okay, uh, you know, reflect on session one, A, B, C, how did you guys find it? Did you practice it? And then we sort of talked about that a little bit. Um, and then he said, okay, it, on a scale from one to ten, yeah, like, right, let's right. do a self-assessment. Like, if one is where we started on our journey, and ten, while not, is not perfection, there's a fire alarm going off at this smokestack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so one to ten, if one is where you were at when we started this session, in 10 is not necessarily perfect, but like you know you feel very happy. Um, you're well on your way.
1: I, was just, I feel like it was in regards to like communication
0: or something. right. Yes. Um, your
1: communication skills.
0: Yeah. Um, where you know let's do a self-assessment of where where we're at. I think I said four, you said five. And then he said, okay, let's call us 4.5 right now. What does a six look like? And then I think that's where the boundary conversation started. And then I think I started, that's where I talked about anticipating your feelings and that Mm, that's how I like, like I think the tool makes sense, but the thing that I struggled with is even initiating the tool, like that availability concept. Um, so, I, I didn't want to even start it. So then, that's when Lewis talked about the boundaries. He used the visual of,
1: two he put hands. his t- two
0: hands put together, and...
1: He said, one of them is Jason, and one of them is Joyce.
0: Yes, and the relationship is where they meet. But then, I was reaching into Joyce's side.
1: Yeah, like, Jason's responsibilities... And where Joyce's responsibilities begin. Yes, exactly. And so those responsibilities meet
0: mm-hmm. at the middle mm-hmm.
1: of, of the relationship. Yeah. And Jason was pushing his responsibilities over to where Joyce's own responsibilities were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In terms of managing her emotions and predicting them. Yes. Am I getting that right?
0: Yep. That's why I was overstepping my boundaries. But then at the same time, I think there's also, like, falling short of your boundaries. Mm-hmm.
1: Like... Not meeting the other person where at. Yeah,
0: or like, for me, it's like, it's my responsibility to just share my emotion. And that's, if I don't, yeah. that's on me. Yep. Um, yep, so that's, that's what I remember.
1: Yeah, I forgot we did the scale.
0: There's some, uh, there's some wicked witch of the west feet.
1: out of that staircase. Yeah. Yeah, so in the second session, um, Lewis presented boundaries and then Mm -hmm. he also um, talked about like holes Mm. that you can make in these boundaries and what makes them weak. Mm -hmm. And so he said three of them. Mm. The first one, um, I'm not very good at remembering, I'm so just an ignorant.
0: The first one is.
1: Silencing.
0: Ah, secrets.
1: Secrecy. Secrecy. And under secrecy was.
0: Um, pretending and I feel like
1: I want to bring up I took a picture of it uh,
0: perfectionism pretending and perfectionism
1: okay yes you're right secrecy is perfecting and pretending so you don't want to tell the other person something so you pretend that everything's okay um, or you try to be the perfect person for the other person so that they don't um yeah, have any reason to think otherwise? Mm-hmm. Um the second one is silencing. Mm-hmm. Um so that can be like our emotions um silencing our needs. So that's when we're not expressing our like using like ABCs.
0: Mm-hmm. that
1: kind of thing and it's just not being very in touch with our our own emotions and kind of suppressing them.
0: hmm hmm I think it's getting a bit better. Okay, we're on pause. Uh, let's inject some ads. Um, with Squarespace, you can save 20% and uh, uh, build your own website from scratch That's using cool. modern templates.
1: Um, what's the standing desk one?
0: Autonomous. Oh, it's,
1: oh no, it's the Jarvis. But it's funny, you can get a standing desk that's so ergonomic for your COVID needs.
0: <laughs> I've not heard that one.
1: I, I, they don't say that,
0: but that's what I assume. Oh.
1: Remember that time we biked to Richmond and then we biked back and then we were riding Canby uphill and it got really, really
0: warm. Oh, so Jesus, sweaty. i so sweaty. So. We had talked about
1: getting bubble tea. Oh yeah, Um, that
0: was fueling us.
1: Yeah, and so we were just like, keep going uphill, 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 and then we went to the bubble tea by King Ed station. Yifang. Yifang. and we just rolled right in. Yes. It was so direct.
0: It was your heritage. It was. Oh no, we walked too slowly.
1: We could have totally made
0: that. Yeah. That's okay. This guy's having a little dance party in his car. I think we can still go. Oh, can. What do you think? Shall we? Yeah. Yee, let's go! Run! 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 Run!
1: We've arrived at Queen Elizabeth
0: Park. Oh, so. Wow! Hopefully you used all those coupon codes. <laughs> Remember, not only does it help you, it helps us too. <laughs> <laughs> um okay that's
1: the coupon code help us help you
0: help us help you all
1: caps except for the last U.
0: right yes
1: and the U aren't spelt out the U is just YU for oh, Jason. U. yes help us help, help you. you
0: all it's one really word
1: just helping us help jason
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's nice um we were um Part two of three. Silencing. Oh yeah. Needs, emotions.
1: Do you remember the last one? Yes, you do you? Judgment. Judgment. So that's judgment of ourselves, judgment of the other person. Yeah. Um, so also anticipating judgment mm-hmm. can be lumped under there. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But
1: those are the three holes. And then Lewis left us hanging. He was like I'm gonna tell you these three holes, and the next time we'll t- talk about the plugs.
0: Oh man, yeah. We had a drum roll and everything.
1: Yeah. So then we went away and we were like, okay. But Lewis was also like, most couples can kind of like- are already, Yeah, intuitively are already doing some of it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So that was session two.
0: Yeah, do we have anything more to say about session two?
1: Yeah, I think those three words and the way that Lewis talked about them was mm. like whoa.
0: Whoa <laughs> What do you think Jason? Um yeah, I think uh uh well so we sort of talked about it at the beginning of session three, but like he because he self-assessed us again in session three, and then He's like, on a scale from 1 to 10, where do you think we are? So when I said 4 at the start of session 2, I'm like, 4 again, but now the 10 got further away. (laughs) 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 That's what I felt like.
1: Yeah, I think having that framework was really helpful to just kind of see what we do. Subconsciously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like these patterns that we have built up over time within ourselves. Right. So the kids... oh.
0: oh no! <laughs> the kid just fell off his bike. Oh no! But he, he was very—he was, really <laughs> <laughs> was adventured. Um. Well, he said a cool thing. Oh, that's where that's where the, his famous line came from.
1: Oh, yeah. Because Jason, what did you say? I
0: said, well, you know, you have these good intentions about doing these things, like good intentions for perfectionism, but Lewis, but Lewis is like, well, you know what? Good intentions get you an appointment with Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was very funny. Um, yeah.
1: So Jason realized he has all these good intentions mm-hmm. of maybe perfecting yes or silencing our judgment mm-hmm. and like I do too mm. that I think we're trying to be so nice to each other sometimes
0: yeah too nice um, um, not... another thing that I just remembered from session two was how again with the boundaries he said like the more robust the invi- individual the like stronger the relationship because as an individual if you don't silence or judge or hold secrets from yourself then you won't hold secrets from the relationship yeah um and really i think i mean that's kind of what i'm heard out of it is like the more you focus on yourself and like grow yourself the the stronger the relationship can be and really that's kind of like I think part of the boundaries, I mean, that's what I interpret as well, is like, oh, it smells nice. Oh,
1: you can smell it. I that's can nice smell it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Broken nose. Yeah. Like, I think part of the boundaries is like, I can't project onto you, and I'm like, oh, I hope you don't. I, like, you can't be better. Like, instead, I just focus on my own yeah. stuff. So I think that was good. So, yeah, session two.
1: Pretty good. Yeah, famous line.
0: Famous line.
1: What does that get you?
0: An appointment with, with Lewis. Lewis.
1: And he said it was so much... Conviction. Yeah, it was funny.
0: Okay. Session three?
1: Session three.
0: Maybe we should find a more open place to walk. Yeah, maybe in we In these can times of s- physical distancing. Maybe
1: we just enjoy the flu as we walk through
0: and we'll continue. Continue podcasting later. Oh. Actives. Okay, podcast on pause. Hello, we're back listeners.
1: Okay, where were we?
0: Mm, I think we just finished session two.
1: Right, session two. What happened between session two and session three? Mm. Not much, I don't think. We didn't, because session two wasn't like a super tangible skill.
0: Yeah. It was was just like an
1: awareness.
0: Yeah. That was
1: established, I think.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: We were enlightened
0: enlightened <laughs> yeah um mm-hmm. in session 3 we found out the 3 plugs
1: yeah what are the 3 plugs
0: <clears throat> do you remember them
1: the first one is courage Courage. to plug up secrecy Courate. courage to just share and what was it courage to
0: mm, I forget what the courage was to do but it was to life. not
1: be secrecy.
0: Yes. Courage to...
1: Stop pr- being perfect yeah. and
0: stop mm. pretending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's smart. Okay.
1: Second one was self-compassion. Yes. To plug up silencing. Correct. You have to be gentle with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And feel your feelings.
1: Feel your feelings. All your feelings are valid. Remember that metaphor that Lewis used every single time? Mm. about the sky is falling oh, he used it is every fall. time and I think he forgot that he used it every time I
0: think he sees so many people that he just has to rely on the same script it's like how Jason phones <laughs> many different friends and just keeps on recycling the same stories yeah but yeah the, he'll. Um,
1: his example was if someone came up to, to you. you and they said the sky is falling the sky is falling and it's probably not true but the person has a real sense of fear or a real mm-hmm. sense of urgency yeah. and their emotions are valid. Yes. So you have to comfort them in what they're feeling or just yeah. validate them in what they're feeling in the moment and mm-hmm. let them feel it. Mm. Um, and sometimes, yeah, it's not about convincing that it's not true. Yeah. It's, it's
0: just listening. Or I think the thing that was useful for me was self-compassion As he said like, you know, if Joyce, you come to me, is like, oh, I'm sad. Instead of me being like, oh, like, let me, like, let's fix your sadness. It's more like, oh, like, tell me more about what's making you sad. I yeah. think that was his example mm-hmm. about being compassionate about feelings. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then what was the last plug?
0: Judgment. Oh no! Vulnerability, <laughs> oh, vulnerability yeah. plugs judgment. Vulnerability plugs judgment. And he gave a wordy definition of ju- vulnerability. Do you remember?
1: Um, something. I think you remember it more than me because I was like, I love
0: vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a, a willingness to take risks. With no guarantees guarantees. and let other people see you as you are.
1: Yeah, good job. You remembered it all.
0: (laughs) Um, What
1: did you think of that definition, Jason?
0: Well, I think we both latched on to this idea of no guarantees. And I think for me, this idea of risk, it's like... I think something inherent to risk is it doesn't always work out. And I think this is where it overlaps with me, courage and vulnerability. I I made the comment that courage and vulnerability, I didn't quite know how to differentiate the two. Um, And I mean, I don't think it's important to draw a hard line, but, um, wow, that guy is cool. He didn't Uh,
1: fall like that kid. Nope. That's good. He was going a lot faster.
0: Look at this lady's pineapple shirt.
1: Oh. Hilary, there's a lady wearing a pineapple shirt just for you during our podcast. Yes,
0: shout out to Hillary. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so like um, with vulnerability, it's something about taking risks. And oh, when he said about perfectionism, like you, sometimes you're going to take risks and they're not going to pay off. Or I, I think this is what I associate with the word risk is sometimes you're going to take a risk and it's not going to pay off. we have
1: a plum sour we brought with us on our walk yes
0: um right does that make sense sometimes you take a risk oh i think i said this because i was like a people pleaser Mm, and um it's like my default to like act in a way that everybody will like me but that's just not feasible Mm, so sometimes you have to take risks and let yourself seen be seen as who you are and like Again, I guess just like have the courage to let other people judge you and not anticipate the judgment of others. Yeah. And so...
1: Also not be scared about their judgment. Yeah. I think that's a big thing.
0: Mm, that's true. That's a good point.
1: People can judge you all they want, but Mm -hmm. you're still who you are.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't mean you're any less because someone judges you.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's no stopping other people's judgment. The judgment's gonna happen either way. There's nothing that I can do to control their judgment. So, so, I think there's a, there's an element of, like, letting go.
1: hmm
0: And letting judgment happen. Yeah. Mm. Wow.
1: That's pretty good, Jason.
0: Pretty- and
1: then, yeah, we talked about the scale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the rating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Jason said... The tenon seems further away now. Because, because courage, um, self compassion, and vulnerability are so hard. So
0: hard. They're uh, like
1: big words.
0: Yes, but then Lewis chopped up the scale. Mm. Um, that was useful. The four parts, do you remember, Joyce?
1: Yeah, I was talk- telling them to my friend Leland yesterday. The first one is you, I which stands Mm. for unconscious incompetence. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that word, incompetence. Um, Which means that you're unaware that you're doing things or like that your skills are not the best.
0: Yeah, you're unaware that you're not communicating correctly. It's like at work, there's this guy named Colin and Mm. on his wall, there's a motivational poster that's like, the biggest downfall to communication is the illusion that it's happening. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah. It's like
1: we make a lot of assumptions.
0: I ass- yeah, when I communicate, I'm assuming you're understanding me, and therefore I don't
1: actually communicate super well.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it's that like incompetence or like ignorance, I guess.
1: Yeah. So that's the first step.
0: Mm. You, I.
1: you, I. The second step is. CI, yes. which is just a shift from unconscious to conscious mm. incompetence. But you're still incompetent.
0: You just now know that you're
1: incompetent. Yeah. You know that you have bad communication skills. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. maybe you're not good at vocalizing or maybe you're not good at listening or mm. yeah, any, any assorted amounts of those. Mm-hmm.
0: I think for me, no shade on engineers, but like sometimes I go into a meeting with a bunch of engineers at work and they're giving a presentation but they're just kind of like mumbling along and, and like I can't really hear what they're saying and sometimes I sit there wondering it's like do these people know that they're not giving a very good presentation right now or do they not know or mm, I also get this like at university lectures sometimes yeah. when they're a prof who's just like reading off their lecture slide notes and like Everyone's falling asleep. And I'm like, does this person not know? How I think, do they not I think, know?
1: I think it's conscious incompetence.
0: Okay. Well, I hope so. Maybe
1: I'm being too optimistic about the world Because it's one step better, maybe. Mm. Or is it? I guess it's only if you're unconscious competence and you want to move to step three. Whoa. Conscious competence.
0: Nice segue, Joyce. Thank Are you, you a professional radio producer?
1: Wow, I think I am. So, the shift there is from incompetence to competence, mm. if you didn't catch that, listeners. hmm So, you're, like, working on improving your skills, mm-hmm. so...
0: Uh, and i think there's like a like you requ- it's like required focus like you need to like sit down and like study and like take notes to improve to make that shift right from incompetence to competence and i think that's the conscious component of it
1: yeah and where did lewis say we were
0: uh, lewis said we were in between u c i and c c yeah. which is conscious incompetence and conscious competence um so yeah that's the one to ten i think lewis laid out for us because when we started i guess there was an element of we know we're not communicating in the best way Mm -hmm. Uh, well there's probably still some residual bits where we weren't quite there yet yeah but i think on the whole we were sitting near two and now we're on a scale from 1 to 10 where 10 is cc conscious competence yeah yeah thanks lewis
1: thanks lewis and what's the last yeah. last uh,
0: unconscious competence Whoa. you don't
1: even know you have great communication skills you're, well you're just doing it you're, you're just, just doing it you maybe well, i think you know but like it comes so naturally; mm. it's like breathing. Then
0: right at yes. that
1: point, you just are in such a routine of listening and um, expressing yourself mm-hmm. in such a natural way. Um, yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's far away.
1: That's far away for us, I think. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. It's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. The step from conscious. Competence to unconscious competence, I mm. think, is the, the lifetime.
0: Yes, correct. Yeah, but that's okay.
1: That's okay.
0: We, Lewis said we are on the right path.
1: And what? What was the little phrase that he gave us? Mm. That you like? I forget. Not.
0: Oh, uh, process, not outcome. Oh um, he said another thing that didn't really make sense to us. So if you listeners at home can figure it out, or if it's wisdom for you, go for it. But frankly, it's baffling to both of us. Yeah,
1: we're very confused.
0: It's, uh, <laughs> don't do the right thing. Do things right.
1: Do things the right
0: Wait. way. No, do things the right way. Don't do things right.
1: Don't. Don't do the right thing.
0: No, I don't, don't even remember don't do what you things do. right. Do things the right way.
1: Yeah, maybe the last time I think made more sense. Okay,
0: um, you can I can like, Let us know what you think. Yes, I like Lucas Lucas's version of this, where he says it's a Marcus Aurelius quote that's "stand straight, not straightened." Um, that makes more sense to me, um, but still, I think in general. The thing that I actually like is it's the process, not the outcome of, you know, you can't, you can't focus on the outcome of, oh, I really want to be at UC, I really want to be at unconscious competence and like, I'm just waiting for that day to happen. It's more about the process and the discovery of those things.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Do you ever write WIP? On documents at work?
0: Work in progress. Yes. Um, everything at work is work in progress, so no. Okay. It would just be redundant or unnecessary.
1: Well, I write it on some of my documents.
0: Oh, that's nice. Whip! Whip. Um, I think the way we call it is it's a living document. <laughs> yeah, that too. That sounds nice too. But living document
1: is like, word, and I guess you could write LD right but whip is funny to whip. say whip
0: whip 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 um I well i think he brought this up um because almost circling back to that that guarantee the risks with the guarantee is i think i basically raised a question or i raised a concern that i don't know if i'll ever be able to like you know Make a guarantee, like, oh, we'll be in this relationship forever for life. It's like, that's a hard guarantee for me to make right now. But that's where Lewis stepped in. He's like, you know, it's okay, Jason, don't focus on that outcome. Just focus on the process. I don't know. That's why I like it so much. Yeah, I like it too. I think
1: we're in a pretty good process right
0: now. Good process.
1: Good process.
0: Um... Yeah. I, Joyce, in your life, do you think there's anything that you do where you're in that UC stage, unconscious competence?
1: That's a good question. That's branching off to something else now.
0: Oh, is this a new podcast episode?
1: Um, Maybe, but I think I wanted, before I answer that question, mm. I feel like I want to talk a bit more about... um. The process of counseling in and of itself because I think we both noted something interesting while doing couples counseling. In that, I think um, we both like couples counseling more than individual, like Mm. talk therapy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why was that?
0: Um, Well, for me, I liked it more because I think it was more, uh, there was more context for me to understand the issues, like the idea of judgment and secrecy. And silencing, it's like silencing within the context of the relationship. I think, just like, if it was just given to me of Jason, you're silencing your emotions. It's like, oh, well, am I silencing my work? Am I silencing them with my friends? Am I silencing it with my family? It's just like, ah, that's like a lot to dissect. But I think, like within couples counseling, it's like right there in front of me of like, oh, yes, I can think of a time where I was... Uh, Pretending in front of Joyce or something like that. I think that's why it was useful for me. Um, And like with you being on the couch next to me as we were talking to Louis while he was in Toronto next to his nice green screen or his nice um, private room divider screen thing. um, Yeah, it just felt a lot more real, and I couldn't Mm -hmm. like squirm like make excuses to. Um, the counselor, I couldn't make... If it was just me and Lewis, I'd probably find ways to make excuses to Lewis. But with you in the room, I was like, oh, this is what I, something I'm doing to you, Joyce. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I found the process of couples counseling more useful for me.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I also found it quite useful, because I think... Um, like the things you mentioned, I think like couples counseling is like a case study mm. of our lives, mm. and it's like a very specific one relationship. But it's like the principles in and of itself apply to all our relationships mm. and also our relationship to ourselves, right? Yes, and so um, it's really helpful to have something tangible mm. um, to grasp onto. And then I think being in counseling with someone else makes you feel accountable, right? right. That was the part that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm next to you, you're next to me while we're talking through these things. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, like, we both heard it, so now <laughs> 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 we, we are both equally equipped. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and maybe there's less excuses, but also, like, more I think like, of a support system mm. at the same time like, right. oh we can now yeah. that we both have this awareness and like are working on the skill we can kind of encourage each other mm. yeah like practice, practice
0: the tool practice the tool yeah I
1: think Jason well, in the first week I think we were a bit cheesy about it like, <laughs> I think we would do ABCs about really <laughs> silly things but I think it was just really to like we said silly things just to like practice Mm -hmm. like things we weren't like necessarily upset about Mm -hmm. we would practice on but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that we probably wouldn't have done that by ourselves that's true
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no it's a good point you bring up about like the like the say like the boundary thing like i've already reflected on mm-hmm like my boundary with with like maybe work and like oh am I anticipating some people what they're gonna say at work? It's like oh okay like that's not my response or like I'm overstepping my boundaries right now. So I've already yeah like utilized these these tools in my other relationships. Um, even though uh, yeah. I learned them.
1: Can you talk a bit more about that example and how that related to what we were learning? Mm,
0: Well, I think... So, this idea of... In the second session where Lewis talked about, like... Like, you're going to be in a better relationship if you focus on yourself and make your own individual, like... If I strengthen... If... Me, as an individual, I I move towards unconscious, or even just conscious competence. As I become more competent as an individual, the relationship itself becomes... The communication within the relationship itself becomes competent. So I was thinking about that, and then at work, I was, like, maybe mm, anticipating the judgment of... Uh, like a coworker who like made a request of me, or I felt like maybe the coworker wasn't pulling their weight in the project, and I think in the past I would have just, uh, you know, push past it, be like, oh, whatever, works just that way. That's just the nature of it. Just got to do my job. Do 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 do. It's not my job to complain. Um, but now that I have these tools or this framework to understand maybe different issues. Or the issue, I've I've different. I have a framework and a set of words to understand what, what is occurring, and knowing like, what is my responsibility and what's their responsibility, um, I think has just helped me. Is that it? That mm-hmm. yeah. That's okay. really good. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad it's helped in other ways. Um, yeah. Overall, good experience, Jason.
0: No, great experience.
1: Would if, do again? Would do again. Yeah.
0: Lewis gave us his personal calling card if uh, we need to uh, tap on him again for support in the future.
1: Yeah. I think I feel pretty proud of ourselves for doing it. What do mm. you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good and it's like I've heard people say like, oh couples counseling is not just for when you're in like crisis mode right? Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things Lewis asked in the first session, does it always feel like you're in crisis mode? And I think for us, not really I Mm. think we have a pretty good relationship Mm. and get along pretty well Mm? but I think I'm really glad that we did the counseling sessions of Lewis because it's like building a strong foundation Mm. it's like we can always work on our communication skills we don't just work on our communication skills once we realize something's going bad Mm -hmm. it's like um having our disaster um preparedness oh yes
0: the disaster prepare earthquake kit that we don't have yet but we have a emotional earthquake kit
1: yeah so we have those skills to be dealing with things when things arise. so i Mm. think that's really
0: good yeah um Well, as you were just talking there, the thing that came to mind is, like, you know, the, like, work smarter, not work harder. Mm -hmm. I feel like this was a good example of Mm -hmm. us working smarter, where, you know, we could have worked hard and just, like, bashed our heads against the wall and, like, you know, entered more crises. Or it's, like, you know, like, we we have a bit of time. We have like an opportunity to plan like I think like the disaster planning mm-hmm. component of it is like you know now that we're not um swimming and being overwhelmed this is like the perfect opportunity to plan and to think smart and um you know come up with tools before it comes yeah before
1: so. we're like feeling super reactive and we gotta explode or something
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. okay
1: yeah, wait, So, coming back to the question you asked oh, before. Oh,
0: okay, yes.
1: Unconscious competence. Mm. What do you think Joyce has an unconscious competence for? And I'll say something
0: for you. Oh, okay. I think Joyce has an unconscious competence. Um, well, the thing that comes to mind is when Jason is feeling sad... Joyce is very good at making Jason feel better. Do you know, like mm, I think you're very good at, yeah, making me feel better or like making me feel through my emotions Mm, and not judge my own emotions. You have a good way of facilitating that conversation with myself.
1: That's a nice thing to say, Jason.
0: Unconscious confidence.
1: Okay. Do you know what mine is for you? Mm-hmm. Sleeping.
0: Oh, sleeping! <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
1: Very unconscious confidence. Mm. <laughs> oh. Jason's very good at
0: sleeping. <laughs> 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 the end! The end!